0: Merry Christmas! It's time to play some reindeer games. We have a hat trick for you today. A series of three games lined up. Secret Santa, Blitz on the Fritz, and Starter or Don't Bother. How many Christmas puns can we fit into today's holiday special? Let's find out now on Beyond the Blitz! Welcome back, everybody, to a very special edition of Beyond the Blitz. It's Christmas time. Blitz grew back at it. As always, Brandon Wells, Justin Rogers, special guest today, Santa Claus. Thank you very much for that intro, Santa. So let's get started. We have a pretty unique lineup for you here today. We have a series of three games we're going to play as Santa so kindly introduced in our intro. First game we have is Secret Santa. Justin, want to tell us what Secret Santa is?
1: Yeah, we have all 32 teams in Santa's hat. We kindly borrowed Santa's hat from him. Thank you, Santa. And we are going to pick a team, and we're going to say what gift they should have for the upcoming year. So whether it's a new owner or a new coach or a new player or trade up for a draft pick, whatever it is. So, Brandon, you want to start us off picking in the hat?
0: Yes. Just before I do this, quick rules, Justin. We can't just give a team a straight-out championship. So we can't be like, here you go, Bills, you're the winner of the AFC East. We can't do that. It's going to happen. Anyway, the first team I'm gift-wrapping a present to is the Washington Redskins. And I don't think this one could be any easier. Yes. The Washington Redskins get a new owner. Ooh. Dan Snyder, out of here. Washington Redskins get bought by a more competent person that knows football, has played football, and can manage an organization. The Washington Redskins are in better position to succeed moving forward. If that's going to happen, that's going to take a Christmas miracle. I don't know if there's really a person who knows
1: football, who has the money to buy a team, but hey, it's Christmas. Anything can happen.
0: Justin, it's your turn. Who are you giving a present to? All right, let's see who we're giving a present to. The Philadelphia Eagles. Same division.
1: And here we go. All right, Eagles. What I am going to give to you this season is Nick Foles back. I'm going to give you guys Nick Foles back and Carson Wentz is no longer going to be the quarterback of the Eagles. Just because Nick Foles has had some experience and some luck and some good charm with the Eagles, and I think it would be great for him to be back. He isn't doing well in Jacksonville.
0: Nick Foles, it's time to come home to Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. He's always shining in Philadelphia. That's always where Nick Foles is belonged, and that's where he should go back. Very good present, Justin. The team I'm getting for this year is Secret Santa. I'm getting a lot of teams for Santa this year. The Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are a team that have a tough time putting everything together when it matters most. What I'm giving the Houston Texans this year for Christmas is Austin Eckler. Oh my God! Houston doesn't have the world's best running game. They rely too much on Deshaun Watson put the team on his back, and it doesn't always succeed. And that leads to consistency issues. When your quarterback doesn't show, your whole team implodes on itself. You need a solid running back who's available on the market, who you don't need to pay a lot of money for, and you can still improve other positions like your offensive line. Austin Eckler is a solid running back in this league, and he could be a starter for the Houston Texans.
1: If you can't see my face right now, I'm smiling. There was a couple Christmases ago where our parents surprised us with a cruise, that's exactly what it felt like when you said Austin (laughs) Eckler was going to be a Houston Tech. Oh, my gosh. I am a huge fan. All right, let's see if I'm a fan of this team here. The team that obviously needs a gift the most, the Miami Dolphins. Now, here's the thing. I think with the Dolphins, it should be like Christmas- and then their birthday is on, like, January 2nd, so they can get multiple gifts.
0: They just need to celebrate Hanukkah, get a Seriously. lot
1: of gifts. But right now, obviously, it's a quarterback is the biggest need for this team. But honestly, for the Miami Dolphins, I'm going to give them a new GM. I'm mm. going to give them somebody who knows how to talk to players, somebody who knows how to convince players to stay with their team and players to come to their team. I mean, they've just re-signed Devontae Parker, and I think that could be a good thing for their team but honestly for the draft picks and for the future when it comes to who they get in free agency they need somebody to convince players hey we're gonna win the next three to five years so i'm gonna give them a new gm
0: i like that pitch justin i like that pick miami's definitely had a problem with player retention as of late so that could definitely help moving forward this year for christmas I'm just so giving lots of Secret Santas. I have the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Man, got some NFC East teams already. We got three out of four. What Dallas needs more than anything is a better scheme. You need a better head coach. And I don't think, personally, Jason Garrett is going to get fired this year. I think that Jerry Jones is going to keep Jason Garrett around, and that sucks for Dallas. So what's going to help Dallas is a new head coach. So congratulations, Dallas. You just signed Jim Harbaugh from the Michigan Wolverines to come back to the NFL and help your team go to the Super Bowl next season. I
1: like that gift. That's a great gift.
0: All right, right here,
1: I have a fantastic team who needs one or two pieces to get to the playoffs, the Carolina Panthers. Mm. Now, obviously, I think the obvious answer would be a new head coach, but I I can't go that way because that's too obvious. So for me right now, it has to be some sort of secondary. And how you do that is the gift that keeps on giving. Get rid of Cam Newton, create some salary cap. There's gonna be somebody in free agency that you love that's either a coroner or safety ever since josh norman left that team he was fantastic for that team shut down corner for the panthers obviously not for the redskins but for the panthers and they need somebody and it's i don't think it's going to come through the draft through free agency so here's your gift get rid of cam newton create some cap get somebody in the secondary in free agency
0: i like that one i like that one panthers have a lot of holes and definitely a good way to uh, secure that up is secondary help I have a team that doesn't need a lot of presence, Justin. I got the San Francisco 49ers, but I already know which direction I'm going to go. As a Falcons fan, I know how much it hurts to have Kyle Shanahan around, what his thinking is. I'm not saying Kyle Shanahan is necessarily a bad thing. I'm saying that him in the playoffs is a bad thing. I'm giving you, Kyle Shanahan, brain surgery to help your decision-making process so you can actually win a Super Bowl. Congratulations, 49ers. You have a head coach that can make good decisions. That was a very strange gift, but I'm sure the
1: 49ers will appreciate it. All right, and now for the next team we have here, the Indianapolis Colts. And I already know what I'm going to give them. I'm going to give them a brand new defensive coordinator. Now, I know around the league there's one guy that particularly you don't want as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And if he somehow left, I think he'd be a fantastic defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. Dan Quinn, he is going to be my Christmas present for the Indianapolis Colts. You already have the pieces. You just need the scheme. Jacoby Brissett, he's a newer quarterback in your system. Just give him a couple years. He'll be the franchise quarterback. You just need a defense. Just like with Pittsburgh, they have a newer quarterback. But their defense is solid. I think with Dan Quinn, their defense could definitely be solid. So, Colts. You get Dan Quinn as
0: your new defensive coordinator. All right, Justin, moving on because it's my turn to uh, give out some gifts. I'm very giving this holiday season. I'm especially giving towards the New England Patriots, (laughs) another team that doesn't ever need any gifts ever for anything. But what I'm giving you, New England, is I'm giving you a 10-year extension on Bill Belichick's contract. That way he stays around, he can help New England grow after Tom Brady leaves, and keep this franchise somewhat successful moving forward in a post-Brady era.
1: Alright, now another C team for me is the Kansas City Chiefs. With Kansas City, we know that offense is no problem for them. They have tons of weapons. But I would like to see them trade for one player, and it's a running back And I know you just talked about Austin Eckler leaving. But what if there was another running back that decided to leave the Chargers and Austin Eckler decided to stay? How about Melvin Gordon coming to the Kansas City Chiefs, making that offense much better than they are
0: right now? Melvin Gordon, welcome. To the Kansas City Chiefs. It may be the season of giving for most teams, but for the Chargers, we're just taking everything away from you. Chargers are not having a good bout with it. I'm going to laugh really hard if you pick the Chargers right now. I did not pick the Chargers. (laughs) I got the New York Jets. J-E-T-S. And what the Jets need is they need help in the secondary. They need help at the corner position. They don't have anyone to cover these tight receivers in man-to-man coverage, to cover the deep ball over the middle seams. They need help there. You know what wouldn't be a bad idea, Justin? What? There's a very good defensive player on the market. He could switch positions. Why not? He's an athlete. Eric Berry. Why not sign him? Move him to corner. He can also play well at safety if there's an injury or whatever going on there. Eric Berry is the best talent on the market. Why not go get him? You know we can play. I think that Eric Berry could help the Jets out at corner. Not safety, but corner. The Jets? Merry Christmas.
1: For me, that just felt like I was about to get some AirPods, but then I just got, like, some, (laughs) like, lower-level AirPods right there. Like, I was expecting you to say, oh, they're going to, like, trade up in the draft and get one of the best corners (laughs) in the draft, and then you get Eric Berry. Which, Eric Berry, if you're somehow listening to this, you are not a bad player, but just on the older side. So, I mean, always a good gift to get a veteran player who knows what he's doing, though. All right. Next team I'm giving a gift to is the Cleveland Browns. Ah... Cleveland Browns. What do you need this season? If I'm the Cleveland Browns, I already have pretty much everything that I need. I mean, you have what you would consider as your franchise quarterback. You have a couple of good running backs. You have a pretty decent offensive line. I think one piece that you're, I mean, you do have Joe Schobert on your defensive side of the ball at middle linebacker, but why not add another middle linebacker in the draft? I mean, you are going to have maybe not a top pick in the draft, but you could definitely trade up I think they could get a middle linebacker have somebody that's a ball hawk on that defense and make that defense that much better so I would definitely give them a middle linebacker
0: all right all right I got you let's see Justin what do I get out of this special little magic Christmas hat right now I get the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. This is a team that is looking better and better as it goes on. I think Cliff Kingsbury is doing a good job down there in Arizona, improving that team. I think Kyler Murray will be just fine in the National Football League. They're going to need help with the receiver position moving forward. Okay. There's a couple of good receivers out there. I don't know if they want to go that route or if they could go in the draft, but they need a receiver. Larry Fitzgerald going to be retiring soon. Yep. You have one receiver other than that. Christian Kirk, I'm gonna gift wrap. I'm gonna kind of cheat here and do a double present Ooh. here for the Arizona Cardinals. They have cat space. Why not go out there, sign a veteran? Yes, he's a little old, but he can help. Go out there, get Des Bryant off the market. He's head, he's healthy, he's ready to play. But also, sit back, draft a talented receiver in the draft, and let Des Bryant use his veteran experience to coach up a young receiver with Des Bryant, courtesy and then some talented dude out of the draft on the other side. That is a dangerous receiving core. Man, if you
1: get a guy like Jerry Judy on the other side from Alabama, that'd be fantastic. All right, now for me, oh boy, I just keep getting teams that need defense. So, Giants... This is an easy gift wrap for you. You're going to get the number two overall pick. You're going to get Chase Young. He's going to make your defense that much better, take you back to the JPP days, Michael Strahan days, and your defense is going to get that much better, especially with Daniel Jones coming up as a player and a leader for your team. So I'm going to give you your leader on defense, Chase Young, defensive end, Ohio State.
0: You know, I could actually see him in a Giants uniform. We have one more each Half the teams in the league are going to miss out on our presence, but two of them are still lucky. Who will they be, Justin? One of those teams I just put out of this hat and dropped on the floor. Hold on. Here we go. I got it. The New Orleans Saints need a replacement for a post-Drew Brees era. They need a year extension on Drew Brees' contract to help him train up a young guy. What they're going to do, I'm just. this isn't a present, what the Saints are going to do is they're going to trade away Teddy Bridgewater for... I don't know. Whatever they want. Okay. And then the Saints are going to draft Justin Herbert. And Drew Brees is going to coach up a young guy. Okay. Send him for a year just like Patrick Mahomes did. Okay. He's going to come and he's going to line up the lead when Drew Brees retires. One more year on Drew Brees' contract to help coach up Justin Herbert. All right.
1: I can see that. I can see that. There's a lot of things that have to work, but I can definitely see it. All right. The last team that's going to get a gift. Who is it going to be? Who is it going to be? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, wow. A team that I believe is probably on the rise. I could definitely see them in the NFC South as being a team that this year, at least, has surprised a lot of people. A lot of people, especially Jameis Winston and having one of the best receiving cores in Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. I mean, it seems like they already got almost everything they need, except they don't win. So... There is one thing that we've been saying. There's two players at this position that has already been moved from one team to another. And this name just popped into my head, and I think he still wants to play in the NFL. And what does Bruce Arians do better than take veterans and have them go far? He had him with the Cardinals for a little bit. No way. Adrian Peterson, you're going to be a Buccaneer for a season, and you're going to lead the Buccaneers to the playoffs.
0: What? Adrian Adrian Peterson Peterson hasn't done anything since he was a Cardinal.
1: Adrian Peterson. What are you talking about? He's had good seasons with the Redskins. Mm.
0: He's had pretty decent seasons. They need
1: a veteran, especially with two young guys like Peyton Barber and Jones on that side. You need somebody with veteran presence. I don't know if he's coming back to the
0: Redskins But what I'm saying is Adrian Peterson used to be the number one running back in the league. He hasn't even had a top 10 year in Washington yet. But maybe. He needs to change the scenery. Tampa Bay has a high-powered offense. They could definitely use a good high-powered running back like him. So while Justin switches the hats here so we can move on to our next game, let me explain it to you. So Secret Santa is over. We've gift-wrapped our presents. And moving on, we're going to play the classic Elf on the Shelf game. But here at Beyond the Blitz, we don't play Elf on the Shelf. We play Blitz on the Fritz, because everything's going wild out here. And what we're doing right now is we have a series of six questions in the rapid fire. We're going to each answer three each. So, Justin, do us the honors and ask me the first question.
1: All right, here we go. First question, Brandon. So we have a couple of awards, you know, at the end of the year. Award ceremony. Award ceremony is what we're going to do here. But it's not your common awards, okay, that we usually have for the NFL. So I'm just going to name a couple of Beyond the Blitz awards, as you would say. And you're just going to give me the player that you think would win this award, okay? All right. Most improved for the 2019 season.
0: Most improved. Got to go with Dalvin Cook. Okay. This man went from being a mid-tier running back to a top three running back in a matter of two, a couple of months. Very impressive. Dalvin Cook gets the most improved player of the year award.
1: Okay. I can definitely see that. I can see that.
0: All right. Most likable player in the NFL. Most likable player in the NFL has to go to J.J. Watt. Easy. Most charitable guy out there. Does so much work in his community. Always puts a smile on people's faces. And... He's a great football player. All right. Most disappointing player. Most disappointing player is Baker Mayfield. The Browns are a championship caliber team, but Baker Mayfield is playing like a low tier quarterback. Classic Cleveland move.
1: All right. So for the 2019 season, the most unpredictable
0: team. The most unpredictable team. I got a lot of back and forth right here. I got to go with the Houston Texans on this one. I'm sticking with the Texans on this. Um, this is a team where one week they'll beat the Patriots and then the next week they'll lose to the Broncos. That's who they lost to. Yep. And, you know, when you're fighting for a playoff spot, unpredictability like this is going to make you lose in the first line of the playoffs. Yep. You have a good team. You cannot put stuff together. I said it earlier. That's why they got to get Austin Eckler.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can also talk about teams like the Rams, the Falcons, the Buccaneers, teams that right now, if they had consistency, would make the playoffs. But right now, just don't see it. Put the Titans on that list, too. Ooh, you could put the Titans on that list. All right. How about the most likely to succeed next year? A player and a team.
0: Ooh. Do the player and the team have to be on the same team? No. No. All right. But they can be. Most likely to succeed. So this is a player or team that hasn't done well this year, but can do well next year. Yes, sir. Okay. Now that I understand, I think I know my answers. This is a team that I was high on last season. I never expected them to make the playoffs, but I expected to see good things out of them. I've seen some good things out of them. I've seen some bad things out of them, but I've seen some promise. The Denver Broncos will be okay. I think the Denver Broncos are going to be just fine. I think that... They're gonna make some good offseason moves. I think Drew Lock is gonna fit that team very well. Um, Joe Flacco is a great veteran riding that bench. He can still help the young guy get better, even though if he can't actually go out there and do it himself, he still knows what to say to help him out. However, I don't think Drew Lock is going to be the most improved player next year. Okay. He will definitely help Denver become the most improved team, but mo- not most improved player. Most improved player or most likely to succeed, the most likely to succeed player for next season is. Dwayne Haskins. I think this is a player I was very high of coming out of the draft and still has a lot of potential moving forward. This team is not going to make the playoffs next year. Dwayne Haskins isn't going to have MVP caliber numbers. He's not going to be stunning, but he's not going to be low tier. He'll be mid-high tier. He'll be playing good. I think he'll have fewer than 10 interceptions. He'll have higher than 20 touchdowns, and he'll be right around the 3,800 passing yards mark, which is pretty good yeah. for a second-year quarterback. I think Dwayne Haskins is set up in a good steam, especially with scary terry receiver to improve and be one of the most successful players next season
1: for me my player and team is the same Jameis winston and the tampa Bay buccaneers and if you're the buccaneers just give a one-year franchise tag to him see if he can improve in bruce arian's system which i think he can he could possibly be the most improved comeback player of the year next year and the buccaneers could make the playoffs How about the biggest bust of the 2019 season?
0: So I think the rules we made with this one is that it has to be a player of three years of experience or less. Yep. I think it's hands down Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. I think that this Bears team is a great football team with no offense. And the first place you have to look is at quarterback. I called bust out of the draft and I'm calling bust now. All right. He is not a starting quarterback in the National Football League. All right. And now how about most underutilized most underutilized these are players that could go off if they were used more and of course I think the obvious answer is Todd Gurley but I don't want to say Todd Gurley right because we know what he can do we know that he has injury problems and if he was overutilized he'd be injured and they don't want to see that so I'm not going to go Todd Gurley I'm going to go David Montgomery. I'm going to switch with the same team, same side of the ball. The Bears need a lot of help on offense, and it's not just quarterback. Mitchell Trubisky isn't great. That's true. But David Montgomery is a good running back. I think he's the second-best running back out of this draft class, and he could very well just put up great numbers if they just handed him the ball more. Give him the 20-plus touches every single game, and he will produce. All right, last but not least, what team has the best uniform? The Best uniform. I'm going to surprise you with this one, Justin. I like the Jacksonville Jaguars uniforms. They are pleasant to look at. I like them. I like their stadium. I like how they have swimming pools there. I like their uniforms, and I like their look. They're clean. I like their colors. The blue on black is just awesome to look at. And believe it or not, I like the brown half black helmet as well. I think it's a good look. I like their logo, and they look good wearing it. All right.
1: I would have to say the Redskins. I mean, I like the maroon. That's just one of my favorite colors. Also, I just grew up on the Redskins. My dad is a Redskins fan. My brother is a Redskins fan. So, I don't know. To me, that just brings back memories for me. And also, it's just, I don't
0: know, good jersey to look at. Although, if I have to give an honorable mention, it's definitely the Chargers baby blue unis. Yes. Those are great. Yes. They might compete for number one as well. All right, Justin, it's your turn to answer a question. Maybe it's a shorter one. It is a shorter one. What team and player will be the first draft pick this year?
1: I, this is easy for me. Right now, I want to say the Bengals. But, you know, I'd really like to be bold on this show. Oh, Lord. what? <laughs> I'm going to say the Bengals are going to win out. And the what? Giants are going to somehow lose out.
0: What? Chase
1: Young going to be the first pick in this draft. No not, way. not Joe Burrow. If the Giants get the first overall pick, it's going to be Chase Young. It's so easy to say, oh, the Bengals are going to get the first overall pick. Oh, Joe Burrow is going to be the guy. Or, or, if we really want to be bold, which I love to be bold, you know I like to be bold. Say the Giants, number one overall pick. Say somehow, by some miracle, they get the number one overall pick. The Los Angeles Chargers trade up to the number one overall pick.
0: What are you get doing? Get their
1: guy and Joe Burrow for their franchise. Joe Burrow is going to be a Los Angeles Chargers somehow.
0: You just took me on a journey.
1: What? I can't just be simple and say that Joe Burrow is going to be a bangle. I have to go crazy. Here. So I
0: have to ask you what do the Chargers give up?
1: What do the Chargers give up? They give up a first round this year, a first round next year, first round the year after that, a third round next year. They give up
0: three first round picks? Yes. My mind is absolutely blown by that. In and no way, shape, fashion, or form will that ever happen.
1: I know it's not going to happen, but it's fun to dream. <laughs>
0: The Bengals are getting the first overall pick, and they will still get Chase Young, or at least I think that's what they should do. Get the best talent in the draft. Chase Young will be the player of the decade.
1: If I'm seriously being realistic here, Bengals get the first overall pick. They get Joe Burrow. He's he's the best quarterback. They need a quarterback. Now we
0: got to go for it now. Chargers are drafting up, Justin.
1: (laughs) I love it. All right, Brandon. Let's see what question I got for you here. All right. So we have a couple of players here. That we think they may retire, so I'm just going to go down the list, and you just say yes or no, maybe give a little bit of a spiel why or why not they retire, alright? Okay. Tom Brady, and this is retiring after this season. No, one more year. Drew Brees.
0: If he wins the Super Bowl, yes. If not, one more year.
1: Eli Manning. Yes. Frank Gore. Yes. Philip Rivers.
0: No, one more year. Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. Wow, that one's shocking. Really? Oh, that one is shocking. He's been, to me. he's been teasing retirement for a couple of years now. I think a year sitting on a bench the whole season is kind of done with him.
1: That's kind of interesting because of the Steelers restructuring his deal for two more years. So it's interesting how he could retire with those two years, but I could definitely see it. Larry Fitzgerald. Yes. Antonio Gates. I didn't even know he was still playing. <laughs> yes. Adam Vinatieri.
0: You know what? No. (laughs) I think he should, but I don't think he will.
1: Darren Sproul. Yes. Adrian Peterson.
0: No. LeSean McCoy. No. Jason Witten, again. Yes. Greg Olson. No, but he should. He's had so many concussions that he should retire, but I don't think he will. And this one is not a player. Bill Belichick. No, but it's always fun to throw in there for laughs anyway. I think that he's coming to the end of his road, but... Hey, they got my secret saying that he has 10 more years on his contract.
1: I was going to say, it's really ironic that you would get Bill Belichick and that you just gave him a 10-year extension and you're asking him to retire.
0: <laughs> I'm not asking him to retire. I think he'll stay around. Although, I think him and Brady could very well go out in one big hailstorm, say goodbye, leave no questions. All right, Justin, it's time for you to get a longer question. I'm going to play a little bit of game of Fired or nah? Ooh. These are current NFL coaches. We should be fired but Justin's gonna tell you if they will or will not get fired okay so let's go off the list Jason Garrett if they don't win the division he will be fired Dan Quinn
1: Falcons already said he's not going to be fired so no Zach Taylor first year coach not a good team can't blame him no Adam Gase absolutely yes why would you even sign him after having some bad years with the Dolphins he should not be a head coach anymore
0: can you use the same argument for him that you just used for Cincinnati That's
1: true, but it's Zach Taylor's first ever time coaching. It's not Adam Gase's first run. He's done it with the Dolphins. Well, it's not
0: his first time coaching. He's in the NFL. It's his first time coaching in the NFL.
1: That's true. Yeah, You're right. Pat Shermer. Yes. Doug Marone.
0: I think that
1: Doug Marone will stay around one more year. Matt Patricia. No, he won't be fired.
0: Anthony Lynn. Yes, he should be fired. Should be or will be? Will be. Matt Nagy. No. Freddie Kitchens. He should be, but he won't be. And last but not least,
1: John Gruden. You sign a guy to a 10-year contract and you are with him for life. There's no way they're going to fire him after giving him that 10-year contract
0: now. I will tell you, John Gruden's ruined any chances so far of him ever getting a job at ESPN again, being an analyst, because I think everyone knows now Tony Dungy won him that Super Bowl, not him.
1: Yeah. All right. Here we go, Brandon. Question for you. What is the game of the year? What? Is the game of the year. Any game that has San Francisco in it.
0: Yeah, honestly, pretty much. I got to go with the 49ers-Saints game. That was such a good game. That gaming flashbacks from last year's Chiefs-Rams game. This is a lot the same. They both teetered almost around 50 points. High-scoring game. Fun to watch. Two great playoff powerhouses going at it. And, of course, the 49ers got the win, and it was just a great game all around.
1: If you guys listened to our podcast last week i said the 49ers and the saints and i think a lot of us said the 49ers and the saints would be in the nfc championship wouldn't that be a fantastic nfc championship to see yet again that would be that would be fantastic and it's also interesting they both have top 10 defenses yet they both scored 40 plus points very interesting absolutely all right last one brandon what you got for me
0: this is the last question of blitz on the fritz Similar to our last rounds, whether where our coaches were getting fired or not, this is a will-they-return question. So these are players who are not currently playing. They might Some of them might be on teams, some of them might be retired, some of them might be in free agency, some of them might be suspended, so forth, so on, and so forth. So, Justin, you're going to tell me if these players will return to the NFL or not, and if they do, what team will they play for? So, let's get started.
1: Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett will return to the NFL. I don't think he's ever gone because it's a suspension, so he's not retired. He is going to get, I think, a two to four game suspension at the beginning there, and he'll still be a Brown.
0: Antonio Brown, everyone's favorite clown. Oh, man. Brown the clown. No, he
1: won't return to the NFL.
0: I agree with that. Josh Gordon.
1: No. I mean, we talked about this last week with Josh Gordon, and that's, what, his fifth time being suspended by the NFL?
0: For the same thing.
1: For the same thing. No, he shouldn't return to the NFL.
0: Rob Gronkowski has been teasing coming back. What do you think?
1: He's going to come back to the Patriots at some point. I just don't know when.
0: All right. Everyone's favorite person to hate, Fontaz Burfitt.
1: No. Well, hold on. Well, he was suspended for a year, and this is a question of whether he deserves a return to the Raiders or not. And I think that he shouldn't. It's the same reason for Josh Gordon, just football side, because you have hits like that, multiple games, and you get suspended for pretty much the same thing, multiple games, you don't deserve to come back to the NFL. I believe in second chances, but when you do the same thing over and over and over and over again, you don't deserve to come back.
0: I think if he does come back, it'll be as a cowboy, just because that's what they do.
1: That's true. They did that with McLean a couple years ago. He used to be a Raider.
0: And last but not least, Eric Berry. Talks talked about him a little bit earlier. Yeah, you talked about him a little bit
1: earlier. I think he should come back. But with what team? You said the Jets earlier, and I liked that one. But yeah, there's a team that you you like, Brandon, and I'm going to go with the team that you don't like. So the Saints are going to get Eric Berry and add to that defense.
0: Wow, the Saints just signed Janoris Jenkins. Now they're going to get Eric Berry. That secondary is going to be dominant with them. Well, that covers Blitz on the Fritz. Now we move on to our last game to f- complete the hat trick Santa has his naughty or nice list, but me and Justin have our starter or don't bother list, where we have a couple of players who either start or are competing for a starting job or just questionable about where they should be on depth charts. And we're going to tell you whether they should be a starter or just don't bother putting them in much, you know, give them half reps, whatever, don't give them full reps. So we're going to do five each. And so Justin, pull out your first name. Who you got?
1: All right. First name, Marcus Mariota. Now, this is a name that, honestly, I liked him as a starter. Oh, he he was a good starter, but a very inconsistent starter. I mean, we've seen what Ryan Tannehill has done as a starter for that team. He's lost a couple games, obviously, but he's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL, and it just showed how inconsistent Marcus Mariota is. I don't think he's going to be a starter in the NFL anymore. But honestly, I can definitely see him going to a team like the Patriots or going to a team that has a quarterback that goes down and he somehow comes in, does his Ryan Tannehill impersonation and goes like 5 and 0 or 6 and 0, and then becomes a starter again. But I think in free agency, he's going to be picked up as a backup, not a starter.
0: I can see that. I can see that. Although I think he could still very well sling that rock around. My player out of this hat got injured this year. Backup came in, lit it up for him. Graham Gano. Then, what kicker we have in the hat? I think Graham Gano still has one of the most powerful legs in the NFL. He may not be the most accurate kicker anymore, but he can still hit those 60 yarders if he's really, really counted on. He comes to in clutch situations. I think he is still worthy of being a starter. But you know, Slay is doing great as a kicker for Carolina. They have no reason to get rid of him. I think Graham Gano is going to go somewhere else. I think he's gonna do great things on the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. I can see that. They've been back and forth with some kickers recently. LA Chargers are one of those couple of teams that have just been laughing stock when it comes to special teams. Graham Gano is the solution to your problems. Okay.
1: All right, next player I got. Oof. We've been talking about this guy a lot. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. Wow. Man, Austin, if you somehow listen to this show, please give us a shout out. That'd be fantastic because we've, we've just been talking about you a lot on this show.
0: I'm just call this uh the Austin Eckler edition.
1: Oh please, can we?
0: Austin Eckler
1: definitely deserves to be a starter, and I think it should be as a charger. I think they should get rid of Melvin Gordon. I think they did give him a contract, I believe. But I still think they should trade him, do something with him, because Austin Eckler fits that scheme very well. And Looking at his stature, he looks like a guy who'd just be a receiving back, but he can also run through the tackles. He definitely deserves to be a starter, and I think he deserves to be a starter in Los Angeles.
0: I think Eckler's been overlooked his entire career. I think it's about 10 and gets a starting job. Yeah. My next pit is Sean Lee, player that a year ago we didn't even think we'd be talking about in this situation, but here we are. Dallas is one of the best, most impressive depths at the linebacker position. I do believe Sean Lee is still a starter. And I do still believe that starting job belongs on the Cowboys, especially after his great performance against the Rams. I still think he's one of the better linebackers in the NFL, especially when he's playing in his prime. When he's not nursing injuries, this dude is a powerhouse. I still think he's a start. I can see it. All
1: right. I'm going to give a quick answer for this one, okay? Because I already talked about it earlier, so we're just going to say it. Nick Foles you're going to be a Philadelphia Eagle again. You're still a good starter. I think you could do well with the Eagles. Will it happen? Probably not, but I would love to see him on the Eagles again and
0: dominate with the Eagles as he has in the past. It's just bound to happen. It's always full circle. <laughs> Next name out of the hat, David Montgomery, a player I've been really dying to talk about on this show, and I finally get my chance to do it. The Chicago Bear rookie running back is still one of the best young running backs in the league. He just hasn't done. Any opportunity to show it. No opportunity whatsoever. If they handed the ball out to him, I said on the show earlier, 20 plus times a game, this dude will go off, find the end zone, be a top tier fantasy running back, and really help this offense out. Again, we talked about him earlier. I don't really have anything more to say. I haven't already said. David Montgomery, you should be a starter in the National Football League.
1: Man, three guys and Nick Foles, David Montgomery, and Austin Eckler that we've been talking about a lot. Hope some good things for them in the future. How about this guy, Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, definitely. Does he deserve to be a starter in the NFL? Absolutely. Hmm. Is he going to be one? I don't think he should be. And here's why. I think he should stay with the Saints for one more year. I know you talked about earlier about how the Saints should trade Teddy Bridgewater and how they should pick up Justin Herbert. And I think that'd be great for this team. But I think Teddy Bridgewater's been playing too well with this team for them not to re-sign him, because I know they only re-signed him to a one-year deal, I believe. So with the Saints, I would say, Teddy, re-sign with the Saints. Drew Brees will most likely be gone in a year or two. Then you'll get your time to sign and be in the best possible scenario to win a Super Bowl as a quarterback in the NFL.
0: I think Teddy does best when he's competing for something. I think if you take him to a team like Indianapolis, where he has to compete with a Jacoby Brissett-type player who has a similar game style he does, I think that he could very well shine in a setting like that. Especially, could you imagine Teddy Bridgewater and Jacoby Brissett lining up in the backfield together in like a wildcat kind of form? That'd be kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, but I would never see that with Teddy Bridgewater just because of his injury history, though. Uh,
0: That's true, I suppose. doesn't matter. I mean, Ravens still use RG3 in that kind of system. Ah, That's true. Josh Norman. Oh boy, Josh Norman. You stink. You're not good. You should not be a starter in the NFL. And you're not about to take a pay cut. I think if Washington was smart, they just cut you. You'll ask for too much money, and you'll never play football again. That's a perfect world. But in another perfect world, Parallel Universe, he's a great quality backup. He is. He's a veteran. He still knows what he's doing. He knows the game. He knows how to read plays. He's just not physically as gifted or just, I don't know, cares as much. He doesn't play with heart. He has no heart. He just doesn't try hard. And that just leads to a bunch of nonsense. Josh Norman, you should not be a starter anymore.
1: All right. Devontae Freeman. Here's a guy who the last three years has broken my heart (laughs) fantasy-wise. Every year, I thought he'd be a quality running back number two for my fantasy team. And Devontae Freeman... I think he can be a starter, but just not in Atlanta. I think he needs to cut his losses. He needs to leave Atlanta and go somewhere where he could flourish in a better system. I think somewhere where he could flourish, I think could be somewhere like Kansas City, where they need a workhorse at running back. Yes, it might not exactly fit the system, but I think he could do well as a workhorse for that team, he just needs to get more touches. I think with more guys coming up in Atlanta, it just seems like Atlanta's the kind of place where even though Devontae Freeman's the only quote-unquote capable back there, they always have a running back rotation no matter who is there. So I think he is a quality starter, but he just needs to get out of Atlanta.
0: Picture this, trade alert, San Francisco 49ers and Atlanta Falcons switch Matt Breida and Devontae Freeman Devontae Freeman forced the most when him and Tevin Coleman split Ooh. carries. Them on the same team again with Kyle Shanahan once again. Take a player like Matt Breida to Atlanta where he could also find more touches and succeed more. That would be a fun scenario.
1: You know that feeling that I had earlier when my parents surprised my family with the cruise? <laughs> I have that feeling again.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, it's Christmas. You get all jittery.
1: I feel so fluffy.
0: You're all uh, three cups of eggnog deep. <laughs> and to finish off today's episode, last pick of the day, starter or don't bother. We have tied in Jack Doyle with the Indianapolis Colts. Jack Doyle is a player I was high on a couple of years ago, and then Eric Ebron came in, and then he kind of dissipated down, down, down. While Eric Ebron went up, up, up. I still think Jack Doyle could trend upwards if in a different setting. I think Jack Doyle is starting potential. He's not top ten. Definitely not a top 10, but he is worthy of more touches, just maybe not in a Colts uniform, somewhere where he can be targeted more.
1: Who needs a tight end, Justin? I mean, there are a couple of teams that need a tight end. I'd say the Steelers are one team, even though they have Vance McDonald, keeps getting hurt. How about a team that has an injury history, that has a young quarterback? How about the Washington Redskins?
0: I could see that. Jordan Reed's not around anymore, but I already have a team in mind. Who? The New England Patriots. Oh,
1: man. They're the one team I was trying to avoid. I think
0: I think that they have the most glaring need to tight end ever since Gronk left. That's if true. Gronk doesn't come back, Jack Doyle will be a great trade bait for the New England Patriots. I think that Indianapolis is possibly a team that they could rip off, trade like a third or fourth round pick to him, get Jack Doyle in that system. Tom Brady teaches him how to run routes and Jack Doyle explodes.
1: I don't know. I've seen it in the past with them getting Dwayne Allen and that didn't work out. But that was with Gronkowski still on the team. So, Jack Doyle, starting role, New England Patriots, I can definitely see it. Well, that
0: concludes starter or don't bother, which also concludes our hat trick. And, Justin, we have no more Ranger games to play. What? Christmas is over. Christmas is ruined. But Christmas is just beginning for you guys. guess this is Christmas Eve, and you guys have presents to unwrap tomorrow. We just gifted the NFL a whole bunch of stuff, and we hope that you guys get a whole bunch of nice stuff tomorrow. Spend some quality time with family. Have a great Christmas. And we're really happy that you chose to spend your Christmas Eve with Beyond the Blitz today. Brandon Wells, Justin Rogers, signing off, and we will not have a New Year's episode for you because we've already come up once from winter break. We are still college students, and I don't think we can do it again. So we will have a one-week hiatus, but we will be back the first week of January with more great NFL content. As always, it's been a pleasure spending this time with you here on Beyond.